if you want to hear a lot of this data from an actual medical professional who explains things really well, I highly recommend Dr. John Campbell, but I'm also recommending that you be very careful with the information that you get from platforms like YouTube who have clearly stated that they are going to suppress information the same way that the CDC and the FDA have been trying to do. I want to say just a few words about censorship. I am very happy to be on the podcasting platform that I'm on. Anchor, which is owned by Spotify, is not as restrictive as some other platforms. I have been thinking about uploading my podcast to YouTube. YouTube is an amazing platform. You can get your message out to a really wide audience, but there is a lot of censorship on YouTube. And I want to play a really quick clip. There is a YouTuber that I started watching when I wanted to get info on what the Canadian protesters were doing, you know, the truckers convoy. And I appreciated his take on everything. And I've just continued to watch his channel. And he put out a video talking about how he had uploaded a video that YouTube removed. And he said he wasn't going to discuss the content that was in the video that was removed, but he wanted to talk about some of the YouTube rules. So it led me to believe, based on the rules that he mentioned that the video that he put out was actually about the coronavirus and that YouTube decided they did not want his message about the coronavirus to be published so they removed the video and it seems like he's going to comply with their rules on censorship but I just disagree so wholeheartedly with their rules and that's why I wanted to mention it and also briefly explain why I disagree. Here Here's one of the rules. True or false, telling your viewers that vaccines do not reduce risk of contracting illness can result in your channel receiving a stripe or being terminated. The answer is true. Health authorities like the World Health Organization have given clear medical guidance on the safety, efficacy, and ingredients of approved vaccines. Content that contradicts this guidance and poses a serious risk of egregious harm by spreading medical misinformation is not allowed on YouTube and can result in a community guideline strike or other consequences for your channel. My issue with that, one, I do not trust the World Health Organization. I will explain. Two, the data on the coronavirus has been suppressed by the CDC and the FDA. The fact of the matter is that the vaccine does not reduce your risk of contracting the virus. And the data that the CDC and the FDA are trying to suppress proves that. So it proves that YouTube's rules are based on old information or misinformation. And that YouTube, in its attempt to stifle the spread of misinformation, is actually limiting us to misinformation. That's all we have access to now because of their suppression of free speech. And their reason for doing it was that anti-vaccine propaganda 
was just spreading like wildfire on YouTube. And this was even before the COVID-19 vaccine. There have been anti-vaxxers who thought that, you know, the vaccines we give to babies cause autism and all that craziness, which was proven to be untrue. That's not true. Vaccines that we give to babies do not cause autism. When the COVID-19 vaccine came out, a lot of those people were trying to latch on and spread some of the same misinformation, and YouTube decided, okay, we're just going to go with what the World Health Organization says, and if anybody says anything that does not match with what the World Health Organization is saying, then we're going to label it as misinformation, and we're going to bar it from our platform. And I think that is just not the way this should be handled, because the World Health Organization is basically controlled by China. The person who leads the World Health Organization is a politician, not a scientist. So why would we let them be the ultimate authority on this? It's just crazy. Why would we not allow the free sharing of factual data? If people are sharing articles from medical journals and other scientific journals and things that have been reviewed by scientists and doctors, why can't we share that information? Even when it comes to the information that's being suppressed by the CDC and the FDA, I don't feel like there's enough in the news and in the headlines to say like, hey guys, they're keeping stuff from you. I feel like even that is sort of being kept on the hush because ultimately we just want to spread the narrative that everyone needs to be vaccinated. And there is something just wrong with that. So let's see, they go on to talk more about other things. So let's get into this. To help you understand this policy, here's a list of specific vaccine related examples that we do not allow on YouTube. We don't allow claims that vaccines cause autism, are part of a depopulation agenda, cause chronic health effects such as infertility or cancer, do not reduce the risk of contracting illness, contain substances that are not on the vaccine ingredient list such as biological matter from fetuses, contain substances such as microchips meant to track or identify those who've received them, or claims that vaccines alter a person's genetic makeup. There was a lot there. Now, as far as the altering genetic makeup, I need to share an article about that because it gets a little sciency, but it's about the difference between RNA and DNA and how RNA can be replicated through reverse transcription into DNA. So I am going to get into it a little more deeply, but there is some scientific basis for the claim that the vaccine could alter your DNA. And I want to get into it. That was just one of the claims. The other one, I've already kind of touched on the vaccines causing autism, how that's pretty far-fetched. I would say it is simply false, that the vaccine rollout is part of a depopulation agenda. I don't think I've ever made that claim. I don't know where that idea came from, that they're intentionally trying to kill people with the vaccine. I don't think that's true. That the vaccine can cause chronic health effects, such as infertility or cancer. I have not looked into that yet, so I'm not going to say yay or nay about that. 
the vaccine does not reduce the risk of contracting the illness. I've already said that, that that's true. It's not going to reduce your risk of getting Omicron specifically. And even with the other more dangerous variants, it wasn't reducing your risk of contracting it. It was reducing your risk of having a severe outcome. Now, as far as the ingredients list, I haven't looked into the ingredients list for any of the vaccines, so I definitely haven't made any claims about it. I don't know about the ingredients. When they talk about vaccines containing substances like microchips that are meant to track those who receive the vaccine, oh boy, (laughs) let's get into that a little bit because here we go. I was on Twitter and I happened to read a tweet. So the tweet said, Pfizer CEO Albert Borla thinks that the edible biological chip that has been FDA approved to ensure compliance is fascinating and needs to be invested in. Who else is tired of conspiracy theories coming true? Now listen, because we have these people saying it in their own words. Um, All of these advances are amazing, but even if you make the greatest drug or the greatest wearable, there's no guarantee that the patient is going to take the drug and wear the device. So how are you thinking about technology to engage the patient? Again, maybe I will use an example. I think uh, it's fascinating what's happening in this field right now. I mean, FDA approved the first uh, electronic pill, if I can call it like that. So it is a basically biological chip that it is in the tablet. And once you take the tablet and dissolves into your stomach, sends a signal that you took the tablet. So imagine the applications of that, uh, compliance, uh, the insurance companies to know that the medicines that patients should take, they do take them. Uh, It is uh, fascinating what happens in in, uh, this field. But of course, there will be an initial cost that someone needs to invest. Okay, so you heard this person proudly (laughs) discussing exactly that. A pill that would have a microchip. He called it a tablet. A tablet is a pill that would have a microchip that could track and let healthcare professionals know that the patient is actually taking the drug that has been prescribed. The fact that YouTube is touching on so many things that they want to see as conspiracy theories that actually do have some scientific backing to them is just really concerning to me because I don't think YouTube is misinformed or poorly informed. I think YouTube is simply trying to follow the propaganda agenda and keep people either poorly informed or misinformed. So I've already touched on the claims that the vaccine can alter a person's genetic makeup. I definitely will get into that more, but I just thought this was really interesting because this person, the information he shared, I can only imagine the video that they deleted. It probably had a lot of truthful stuff in it that YouTube is just not comfortable with sharing. And then I wonder, like, why would YouTube care about spreading misinformation when they have so much other questionable content on their platform? Could it be that the government is threatening them? It could be that the government is threatening them. But anyway, I will close this out by saying, saying, again, I am not a medical professional. I am just a person who loves to read and I love to share information with other people. One of the YouTubers that I watch is a medical professional. He is from the UK and I highly recommend his channel. So his name is Dr. John Campbell. 
and he uploads videos like just about every day and he does try to stay within the guidelines but if you are a discerning individual if you pay attention you can see that he does not necessarily subscribe to all of the nonsense he looks for the data and he's sharing actual factual information and he has talked about some of the risks involved in getting vaccinated and he has discussed in depth the benefits of natural immunity and how it is superior to vaccination right now. Dr. John Campbell, if you want to hear a lot of this data from an actual medical professional who explains things really well, I highly recommend Dr. John Campbell, but I'm also recommending that you be very careful with the information that you get from platforms like YouTube who have clearly stated that they are going to suppress information the same way that the CDC and the FDA have been trying to do.